0: Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily, and I'm Alessandra. And today we are talking about two more movies that are getting really good critical acclaim and possible nominations because it is award season. Um, Nomadland and Minari, both directed by Asian directors.
1: Yes, Asian Americans. Um, Asian American. Yes. I would note that both of these movies are incredibly American um deeply American, I would
0: say. Oh yes. Oh yes. And uh and I'd say that they are both um sad but wholesome as well.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: They're <And> quietly
1: <laughs> powerful.
0: Both of and them quietly powerful.
1: <laughs> I mean I They're was so thinking similar. thinking about them and they are very good to pair together because of that reason. Um and I just I read a few articles about both of them, including um Minari i guess that's kind of the way it's said um every time oh, the director minari? would sa- say it yes okay. minari. um so i'll try to say it right but you know i'm not i don't i don't speak korean so i'm not <laughs> good at the korean accent but
0: mm. so, um, so which should... one, uh which one i watched nomadland first if you want to
1: Talk yeah, about I I watched Nomad it second, Land. which is weird cuz we usually align. But yeah, let's talk about Nomadland cuz that's much more fresh in my brain. Okay. Um I watched it before the Golden Globes the other day. Um and it won a lot of Golden Globes. And uh Yeah,
0: I heard yeah, I heard I heard the director won. Um the, 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 the do they have like a best director thing? Mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. like know nothing about the Golden Globes. Um, yes,
1: yes. Um, she won. Chloe Zhao won for best director, nice. and it was the winner of best motion picture drama.
0: Nice, that's amazing.
1: It is. It's great. Um, I think it's really great that I know I've said this before, but the fact that since this year was really strange with the big movie releases that production companies were wary of putting out their big budget films and so a lot of these smaller budget films were able to really shine this year including yes. these two movies um, and yes, I hope that definitely. it continues on because like I really enjoy smaller budget films like this um, it just just incredible movie so so beautiful and and sad, like you said,
0: <laughs> you can definitely tell that that Nomadland has gotten like a lot of a lot of um um like what is it like a lot of popularity because it got its own themed page on i m d b <laughs> and they don't they yeah. don't just give that to any movie <laughs>
1: um yeah i I mean, it's it's good because I really like the fact that we could see this movie on Hulu um, and I'm really glad that it was available to watch and that I hope a lot of people will watch it after the Golden Globes wins.
0: Yes, I heard another um, controversial, uh, not controversial, but like like opinionated take, I think, from uh, Scorsese. He says that streaming services are like degrading movies um was that was that recent or or was that or did he say that before i I felt like he's talked about streaming services like before as well but he Uh, but he made a movie like on netflix
1: no i think he was more attacking before he was attacking like marvel movies and i think you're right i
0: thought i thought there was a recent i thought i saw on twitter or something that he recently Mm -hmm. made a statement about about streaming services and how they're 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 like degrading movies i think that's what i remember oh maybe. is that what
1: he said i mean yeah like the irishman was on netflix so i don't know what i don't know what he's talking about <laughs> yeah i don't let me oh, it. <laughs> <laughs> um i really would have loved to see this movie in theaters i think it would have elevated the movie and and same with minari but um and only because of how incredible Uh, the performances are and the the landscape is obviously seeing um, the American West in um, an in a theater would have been very much preferred to watching it um, on my own TV Um, so I I totally think that this movie would have been even greater to see in, in film form to see in the movies
0: yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of a lot of movies deserve to be seen on, on the big screen. But I mean, again, I'm I'm more of the I'm more of the route of a movie can be enjoyed anywhere in in a theater or in mm-hmm. your own home. I don't think that should that should make it any less meaningful where wherever it's 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 uh, available for you to watch. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think that that matters. I really don't. I mean... So I don't know. What, I don't know what the, all the kerfuffles about, but
1: you <laughs> couldn't figure it out. Couldn't yeah? I it could, like.
0: I'm I'm just like why? Like it just it's just making it's just making these movies more available for more people to watch and, and to enjoy. Like mm-hmm. why would like like who who all is gonna see your movie if it's only available? Like honestly, I I feel like this could really help indie films in general because an uh, indie films can only afford probably to like put movies in, in one theater per city. Yeah. And and who's gonna go see that? Yeah. Like four people? Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> and, and you know, they don't make a lot of money. And so it's like what's what's worth it for them to be bought instead of uh to make money. But they I think both of these movies are in theaters, but they're just like limited at the moment.
0: Um, yeah, I know um, Minari was available at, like, a drive-in near me, which I didn't mm-hmm. even know that I was that close to a drive Like, I don't even know if I've been to a drive-in before. Um, yeah, I think there is one but, near uh mm-hmm. But I will definitely go, like, I mean, that sounds like fun. I definitely want to go see a movie at a drive-in, because I think that that's a great alternative to to going to a movie theater, um, especially right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of far away, so I can't make it, like a like, a big thing, but... Yeah, I would definitely like. I, I wanted to go see Minati at the at the drive-in, but mm-hmm. we we wanted to talk about it earlier. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah.
1: Well, um, Nomadland is basically just about Frances McDormand traveling around the West in her her van, living in her van. Uh, I I guess for a year. I think that's really what it takes place is over the course of a year because she. She works at Amazon in the beginning, and then she works at Amazon at the end. Um, and in between, she has many jobs and uh, lives in many places in the American West, um, you know, around South Dakota and Nevada and Arizona and California. It's pretty great.
0: Yeah, she travels a lot. There's kind of like an there's kind of an overarching kind of story as well. I guess she lived in a city that was kind of overrun by a big corporation, right? Is that what I'm like a business took over? Mm-hmm. Like a, a town and everyone had to move away? No, so what I was understanding, there was only or?
1: one reason why everybody was living there. And there was like a mill there or something. And uh-huh. that's like, the only that was the only amount of like, the only reason people were living in that town was to work at this mill.
0: Oh, and okay. So and then the mill the closed mills or something. Yeah, the mill closed, and so everybody oh, left. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then like her husband had passed, mm-hmm. um, and she just really couldn't afford to to live in a house, so she just she she spruced up a van, and uh, and a- along with um, quite a few other like older like elderly people um, who have done the same thing, they can't afford to live in a house. They don't they don't have enough um social security to like retire off of. Mm-hmm. So they're just kind of traveling around in a van and uh and just living out the rest of their days. Um mm-hmm. so we kind of see like a lot of different a lot of different people she like meets up with a van like community that mm-hmm. travels together and like, you know, helps each other out. They it was so cute. Like, Kim and I were having such a good time watching this movie yeah. when they were showing them how to like fix a tire yeah. and you know how to how to set up a toilet for your poop van, poop
1: bucket, yeah, yeah, a
0: poop bucket, and like and they just really looked out for each other and it was really cute, um, yeah. Which which is why it was it was like sad but wholesome, like it was like a really wholesome movie, um, yeah. And and again, Kimmy is Kimmy is she she understands why it was rated R, but she she gets a little mad at at movies that have to do this because overall this was a very wholesome okay to watch movie like I, the only reason it's rated r is because there's a scene where Frances is like bathing in a lake and she's naked mm-hmm. um because she would love to um like uh suggest these movies to people but um she has some friends who won't watch rated r stuff at all like if it says rated r they will not watch it
1: wow um, that's uh that's their problem though i mean they're miss- they're really missing is. out on some excellent stuff like this movie
0: I know. And no matter how much you explain to them that the movie is perfectly fine to watch, like there's no profanity, there's no gore, there's no nothing. Like it's totally fine. They they just don't listen. And it's it's yeah, it's it's totally their decision.
1: If they wanna live they, in they, ignorance, their, how they, they want to live their life. It's it's that's yeah. that, I mean, I think that's frustrating because Kimmy's friends with them, but you know, that that's definitely not something you're gonna change about somebody, I think. It's just they're gonna have to just Live under no, a rock, it's, it's I guess. Definitely
0: how they're yeah, it's how they're brought <laughs> up and, and it's uh it's it's just it's un you can't you can't change their minds. They can't you can't do it. They're too stubborn.
1: Oh my god. Well that's really sad. Um mm-hmm. but okay, so let's talk about the cast of this movie. Most of the people in it are real nomads, um, and ev- most of the people are named um themselves. They're basically playing a version of themselves on the screen.
0: That is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's That's incredible. A, how did they find these people? Where they, are these people? You
1: know, I think the the director um, and the writer of the book, they they met these people. Like, they engrossed themselves in this community of nomads and and became, like, basically a documentary crew. Because it's it's honestly a very realistic movie and it's so yeah. incredibly realistic that it's basically a documentary except for the fact that Francis McDormand is not a real nomad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know?
0: Kimmy Kimmy asked if this was a documentary and I and I said no, Francis McDormand is in this movie so it cannot be a documentary. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it it really was shot like it felt like it was a documentary like for sure. It was that's awesome. So did they so Is that where they decided to film, too? Like, that's where these nomads were? Like, did they kind of just film where the nomads were at and kind of, like, just follow them around? I think it, it, you know, has the base of Or did they, like, find the nomads and then, like, pay them to be in the movie and then they just kind of went where they went?
1: I think they were paid because they they count as actors. So I think it was, you know, some of them were given more more to do. Um, Like, you know. um, Sorry, did I lose you? Like, swanky. Oh, no. Oh, okay. She's gone, everybody. I'm gonna call her back what why you why you leave me
0: <laughs> you just went silent. I didn't hang up on you, oh okay, well, whatever That's you just fine. went silent yeah, um,
1: yeah, so I mean all the people if you look in the cast, it has their their names, um like Linda may, and you know um. Swanky, like her name's actually Swanky. Like these are these are real people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: And that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing, and it really added to the essence of this movie, which is like truly a like. It's sad because you're watching all these people who are a lot older, and they're on their own, and it's like they're helping each other out, and they're talking about how, you know, things may have not gone well for them living um in a city or living like amongst others. So they decided to go out and enjoy their time in, in the wilderness and and in, you know, one of the most beautiful places in the world, the American West. You know, so it's like incredible.
0: Yeah, she definitely visited some very pretty like lo- locations like the Redwood Forest and um the and that really pretty Beach. Was, the Badlands? I've yes, been there. Was so it's amazing. Cool. Dude.
1: <gasps> it's amazing. Oh my
0: god. It's so cool. So cool.
1: Yeah. Um and it's definitely like so uh it's part of the beauty of the movie for sure.
0: And so even like the even like the people that that she met and she like gave a cigarette to or something, like mm-hmm. was that a real person, a real nomad as well? I mean, I think
1: so. Like I'm not really Ooh. seeing you know the, their picture or in any i guess it's it's hard for me to tell and the line is very
0: blurred um for yeah whoever had know. to make the imdb page for this uh, props to you <laughs> i know <Yeah>. props
1: <laughs> to there's you there's like all these people that are just
0: probably just, just all, directly... all, these, all these pictureless people mm-hmm. <laughs> just... except for swanky I'm she's like... got a picture yeah and that david guy too well he
1: he's a real actor so david oh, okay his I recognized life, okay. him from, he's in a ton of stuff.
0: Um, I did not, yeah, did not recognize he's him. He's
1: usually just, you know, one of those, just like one of those hardworking actors that's in the background of everything and is in, like, TV series and stuff, you know, and uh, I'd see him before, and, and so I recognized him. Um, okay. And obviously they have kind of a little story with him and Francis McDormand's character, Fern, just like that you could instantly tell that he has a crush on her and she's like you know she she's just friends with him but he's very interested in her
0: oh yeah for sure and then when he eventually goes to you know be with his with his uh grandchild and, and hang out more with his son and his family um he like invites her to come to come stay with them and it was really cute it's like it was really interesting like watching Francis McDormand's character because she was like she was very friendly but she was also just like kind of awkward as Mm -hmm, well and so mm -hmm. it was it was it was very interesting like watching her just like do tasks and like talk to people and um and it was it was cool getting a Kimmy's take on a lot of stuff because she watches a lot of these uh um what is it like renovating vans and Mm -hmm. stuff and she's like oh yeah I I watch a lot of vloggers like. Live the van life, and mm-hmm. they say that the scariest thing that can happen is just someone knocking. someone knocking on knocking on your oh, on your yeah. van door.
1: Yeah, like when she was eating chicken, and then she saw that guy in the window, yeah. and he scared her.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And then yeah. that one guy asking her to move, and she was she was like, "I'll move, I'll move." And and yeah, and like in the real connection she had with her van, uh, what was uh, Vanguard? I think Vanguard, was the, was the yes. van's name. Yeah. yeah. And she had to, like, get it fixed, and it cost her a lot of money, and she had to, like, go see her family. It costs um, a lot, yeah. Um, yeah, it costs a lot, and she had a real attachment to it. And they're like, they're like, oh, it's best to just, you know, scrap it, get what you can, and, and get something else. And she's like, no. I, I live here. Yeah. Like, this is my house. Like, yeah. I cannot sell it. Um, But, yeah, it was really cute.
1: <laughs> I, I really appreciated it. I really loved when they would help each other out. And just, like, and also watching all the different jobs that she did. Even starting at Amazon, um, you know, I didn't really know what the kind of tone of this movie was going to be. But it just was like, here's all the people she works with. She's really friendly with them. They're really friendly with her. And it just was, I think it was wholesome in that sense where, you know, the, really nothing, like, horrible happened. You know, it was more of like a, this is the reality that a lot of people live. And, and especially this just generation of people. I think that that's what really got me the most was because, like, this is kind of like a forgotten generation in a lot of ways. And they felt like, like, even what Linda May was saying, like, she would worked her whole life and she only was going to make, like, $600 in her social security. And it's just, like, so sad how, how this happened to to some people and they just feel, like, dismissed from society. So they just, like, make their own and live on their own. Yeah, they felt
0: like you know betrayed, forgotten, like like mm-hmm. no one cared about them, mm-hmm. and like and living the rest of their life out. Um, and I also really liked you know the the scene at the end when Swanky passes and everyone puts the rock in the fire. Yeah, for Swanky. Yeah, that was really
1: cute. And she sent the video of of her t- talking when she talked about the swallows and she was kayaking up in Alaska, and she like has the video of the the swallows all around her and she sends it to Fern. And it was just like, it was really cute. Um, And Swanky being like telling her, you know, you need to take care of yourself. Like you, you have to travel with a spare tire. You have to be able to get help when you need it. Um, You have to be able to call for help if you need to, you know, somebody to come get you at all times. Right. And it, kind of was nice that it's not just people like living recklessly it's like living smart in the you know in their cars or whatever you know
0: yeah and kind of learning learning about that when it comes to because Val- cause, you know it didn't seem like Frances McDormand like didn't care like Fern's character didn't care that you know she you know stuff happened she just probably wasn't wasn't aware of it I mean mm-hmm. she's just like you know oh maybe I should have a spare tire or um, even in one case you know some of the ladies were given like, or some someone was selling, like, tasers. Mm-hmm. um. Just because you never know what you're going to run into. You could break down anywhere. You can, like, which is, which is a little, not like, not like sad, but, you know, I, I know, you know, some people like to be off the grid, but, you know, it's always good to be a little bit on the grid so that you see if someone can help you if you really need it. Mm-hmm.
1: I, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's really a whole lot of off-the-grid places that she really went to in this movie, like everywhere is connected by a a road you know it's not like she was (laughs) off-roading somewhere you know that's true so it was like that's true she was was she's going to very
0: touristy places Mm -hmm. yeah
1: in some places yeah but you know it's a humongous place like it's there's so much space and so much like empty space too and that's uh, true so like of course she could have gone off you know into a ditch and no one would have found her but you know you got to be careful and uh and I I was really just I mean Frances McDormand is just honestly, she's such an amazing actress and it's just watching her do anything is is incredible. And I just love that we got most most of this movie was really just her not even talking. It was just like a silent and stoic performance from her.
0: Yeah, which is which is all we get from Frances. She is she is a true treasure. She's yeah. a treasure. Yeah. To Big love fan. and behold.
1: She's she's yes. on one of my film tarot cards. Um, she is... The, oh, is she? Yes, because her character in Fargo. That's
0: right! Oh, her character in Fargo was so great. I
1: know. She's like, honestly, just... I I, I love that character so much because she's so... She's so strong and so incredibly smart and and just she figures out this, like, whole situation with, you know, in the movie and while she's, like, eight months pregnant. It's like, you're like a rock star, you know? Yeah, (laughs) Such a great, great story. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm really glad that Chloe Zhao won um, the Golden Globe. I was like, watching somebody talk about how, you know, the Golden Globes, because they're, they need to do better and they don't have any Black members at all um all mm-hmm. around the world. Yep, yep. And, you know, people are people like to say that award shows don't matter, like who cares about them? But to be honest, like they are a reflection of of the state of cinema and the state of, you know, the entertainment industry. And although they have like a lot of like really um superficial things, they also, you know, somebody made a good point that Regina King, you know, if she hadn't won all these awards she might have never gotten a chance to um, direct her own movie and to write her own movies. Like if it weren't for the fact that she won these awards and you know, that's definitely true because people want to invest in, you know, those who um, are going to return. And, you know, obviously Regina King is one of those people, but it's like, I think it's just good that we, we keep, we keep discussing when we get mad that they don't, nominate certain people when we get mad and they don't you know um then they nominate crazy things and we talk about it then maybe next time they won't you know
0: <laughs> yeah i mean the best way to kind of hope that these processes get fixed like even even with like the when, when they pick a winner like the judging process like even mm-hmm. for the oscars it is completely ridiculous and and it's a process that should definitely be updated, um, for a multitude of reasons. And, yeah, unless, unless we talk about it and talk about how wrong it is, they'll just continue doing things this, this incorrect way. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, we just have to, we just have to keep talking about it and, and complain. Mostly. I <laughs> yeah. mean, we're happy sometimes, but.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, but, it's but good. But we're mostly
0: mad. We're mostly
1: mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mostly, like, upset. But, um. Good job, Chloe Zhao. You're amazing. Um, she also directed another movie that I remember a few years ago uh, twenty nine or twenty eighteen. Um, she had directed The Rider, which got a lot of notoriety as well. Um, Ooh, and I okay. would really like to watch it. Apparently, it's kind of a similar style, which is like you know pseudo documentary kind of. Okay, like like documentary fiction situation. Um, yeah, and. She just gets really into the like these really niche communities, I guess. And that movie was um, nominated for an Independent Spirit Award that I remember because I watched them that year. Because Call Me Your Name was nominated, so yeah, (laughs) that was the year that I watched the Independent Spirit Awards. But um, and she will
0: be she will be directing the new uh, Eternals movie, the Marvel. That's exciting or show i don't really know what this is is it a show i or think is it a it's movie? a
1: movie that is yeah i think it's um exciting that is very special good job chloe chow I'm very excited <laughs> yeah very very excited
0: um, um let's look at the uh plot keywords yes for uh nomadland um we got here female frontal nudity female nudity van female full frontal nudity and living in a van.
1: (laughs) I hate this so much. Why does it matter? I
0: really really do. Like, and why are those the ones that show up? Like, is it it a voting thing? Yes. So, I think the ones that show up are the ones that people vote on, where it's like, yeah, it's like two out of two found this relevant. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm just like, what? (laughs) Okay.
1: Why don't you vote for
0: how about based on a book? That's like that's a pretty good thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It. I mean this this movie is fairly simple, but you can definitely remove <laughs> two two of the of the female nudities. Yeah, <laughs> or all three of them, oh, or all three of them.
1: She only has and, one shot where she's like laying in the water, and it's like, you know, it's I not know. even like I wouldn't really say it's full frontal because she's not really like. In the camera, like vertically, she's like laying back and she's like half underwater. It's like that
0: doesn't. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> and it was a beautiful shot too. She's like enjoying herself in the in the water. It's like in Yellowstone or something. And she, you know, it's just in nature. It's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it was very beautiful.
1: Just it made me want to go camping. You know, it made me want to go there. I I really miss it. I I went on a uh like a two week long rv trip when i was 13 and uh we went to a lot of these places and it was it was incredible dude it was it was
0: that sounds fun I would yeah
1: do that. <laughs> yeah it was little, really fun.
0: like a little road trip camping trip
1: uh-huh that sounds fun yeah i mean it's you know rent an rv and just go it's it's great um but yeah, uh, so let's look at these. This meta score, which is aptly a ninety-three, it's got like um, six one hundreds, no, seven one hundreds on the
0: top here. Um,
1: rightfully Ooh. so.
0: <laughs> let's see. I gotta, uh, I gotta read this this film stage one because it's it's the only one on on this little snapshot. Oh, mm-hmm. that gave it a sixty-seven. I wonder what the lowest like who gave it the lowest.
1: I don't know how I don't know how anybody could dislike this movie. It, as a whole, is it was a,
0: wholesome. It, well,
1: it's also an incredibly good movie. Like, you think yes. about what you want in a movie, and it's like you're seeing this, this lifestyle, this community, this person. Uh, I mean, there's no nothing like it. You know, it's just like following and going through the, the you know the pain of a person through a beautiful landscape. I went
0: to. I went to the, Metac- the Metacritic website and and the New Yorker did give it a 60. And that's the lowest it got. This is the only person <laughs> that gave it yeah. this low was a 60. I'm going to read it right now. Okay. Um, the two elements work against each other, each revealing the fault lines of the other. The fictional side remains bound to and limited by the most conventional and unquestioned observational mode of documentary filmmaking. While the documentary aspect strains against the simplifying framework of the drama in which it's confined wow richard i disagree with that i, I don't very much disagree
1: i don't think there's any tension between the two sides it, it you bl- can
0: hand in your resignation right now i will <laughs> sign off on it personally
1: yeah um i i'm to read the uh um hollywood reporter Okay. Zhao collaborates with a major name actor for the first time in Nomadland, guiding Frances McDormand to a remarkable performance of melancholy gravitas so rigorously unmannered she's indistinguishable from the real-life nomads with whom she shares the screen. <laughs>
0: she... Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like un- indistinguishable as if, like, she, 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 uh, what's it called? She fit in? Like, she... Mm-hmm.
1: And it seems right. like the people who, were like the nomads that were interacting with her. You know, this this is a movie, but it's just like it seemed like they were comfortable with her because of how good she was at blending in with them. You know, like yeah, I don't think yeah. they would have like let her, like her into the community if yeah. they didn't feel like she was worthy of that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, her and Linda's relationship was so cute. I Uh, loved when they, like, did the little spa day when they were both uh, um, uh, park rangers at that that campsite. Super cute. Um, Yeah, they were adorable.
1: I like the Time Magazine one, too. Um, Nomadland isn't a manifesto. There's nothing dutifully somber about it. And although it doesn't romanticize life on the road, for one thing, it shows you you need to be comfortable defecating in a bucket. Joyousness is at its chief characteristic. Like the writer, it is a window into a specific world with one key character as a guide. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that one was good.
0: All Um, right. Let's move on. To Minari.
1: Yes, I was excited to watch this. Also, because it was an A twenty four movie, I wore my A twenty four shirt while I watched it. Oh,
0: just just for this podcast, just for this episode. I I'm not wearing it right now, but while I watched it, I I was wearing it. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. That's fine. That's fine.
1: (laughs) I was repping my favorite production company.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah they are a24 is doing great stuff right now still still doing they've yeah. been they've been doing great stuff still doing good stuff will forever do good stuff so <laughs> it's just uh definitely definitely a fan favorite of this podcast over here
1: so this um, movie was at sundance last february um oh. and it's been waiting a whole year to come out um and it so i watched like a couple interviews with the cast um, that were at Sundance last year, the, and oh the yeah, you kid. sent me that
0: video <laughs> yeah. of of them of pi- picking who their who their wrestler was, yeah. who the wrestler is. Yeah, oh,
1: it was really cute and um, super cute. The kid Alan who plays David is just so great. He's so cute and. Um, <laughs> I really really liked it because it was kind of from his perspective too. Um in a way and it, I I enjoyed that about that.
0: Yeah, we definitely get um a lot of the like we, we get a lot of viewpoints from things mm-hmm. and you get we get like a childlike viewpoint and then we get like the adult viewpoint mm-hmm. and even like grandma's viewpoint, but um I just, I really liked all these people that were introduced to us. Like, the whole family, they were just such a great little family. Um, they have their problems, they have their fights, they have their disagreements. Um, but all in all, they're trying to make it work. Um, and I just, this movie was, was like, really funny, but, like, really <laughs> sad. And, like, yeah. and that's why it also just falls into the wholesome category. Because it's just, like, it, it was just, I don't know, the the situation like just dropping everything to become a farmer like yeah I, we don't really get much of a backstory on them we just kind of know that they were you know working living in california doing one thing mm-hmm. and then they kind of just moved out um to arkansas yeah um where the husband jacob like bought some land so he can start a farm which is what he's he's wanted to do and um and it just you know with them immediately driving up on their on their mobile home and having to, like, step up and help each other into the house was just, it was just really comedic and just really, like, just, like, almost, um, like, just, just comedic and then the tornado, like, happening, like, (laughs) I just, I was like, how did this family get here? Like, what happened? Yeah. But then you kind of start learning about them along the way, like, kind of where they came from and how things were, um, for them living in, Korea um and then how everything just like kind of shifts once grandma shows up like it it just mm-hmm. like it like this uh, I really like this movie a lot like yeah. it was <laughs> so good I really enjoyed it.
1: It was very like real. Like I felt like the director, yeah. I mean it's, apparently it is a semi autobiographical movie from the director Lee Isaac Chung who also grew up um on a farm I think in Arkansas and in the 1980s so like mm-hmm. this guy I mean this is basically his life and so they were saying in a lot of interviews like you know the young the boy is supposed to be him and it's it's supposed to be like he's directing himself and, and uh, Stephen Yoon is supposed to be like his father and his, his mother is Yeri Han and like just the fact that these people he was directing he had to like see his parents as people who had to make choices and they were young and they were trying their best and just like seeing them as like kind of like fully formed humans instead of just you know how he knows them now
0: <laughs> so right yeah which I I can see that being super difficult because yeah I mean you really just have one kind of perception of your parents for a lot of your life I mean um but yeah, having to having to see them in this in this different light, um, I do want to say that um, Yeti Han, the mom, uh, Monica, um, I actually watched a a K drama with her in it. Oh
1: my god, which one? Um,
0: so I was super excited to see her. <laughs> oh my! Um, it's called like Hello My Twenties, and it, it it's been on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I tried to watch it. Um, and I I didn't end up finishing it, but then Kimmy and I watched it again together, and I don't think we ended up finishing it again because season two like gets we, we we always finish season one, but season two is like a little it's very different. Um, so I just don't think we like season two as much. But I remember really liking her character a lot. Um, so I, I like I saw her and I was like I was like Kimmy, isn't that that girl? And she's like I don't know, like you know Kimmy, she's like um. Uh, but I was I was very vocal during this movie. Yes. I was like when when Grandma was. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, me too. Yeah, and, grandma and doing grandma
0: anything? Bert, oh gosh, <laughs> I know. I was like grandma, or even David. I, I was yeah. like, I was like David, no, like <laughs> no, because David was shit. such a bad boy sometimes. <laughs> <I> <laughs> he was know. so bad. I know, I know, it was so bad. But like, I really love this family. Like with them going, like with them, um hiring that that guy to work with them mm-hmm. on the farm and he was like kind he was of really crazy kooky.
1: yeah he's like <laughs> he was really he's kooky. like really into into jesus you know in like a kind of over the top way and just kind of babbling indiscriminately yeah, it, was,
0: <laughs> it was crazy how like how like cartoon like the white people were oh, like, yeah. in this movie like even with going to church oh yeah you know the girl the girl oh my god the girl like <laughs> the, yeah, the And, little and how, how they little how they boy. would talk to this family yeah. i was like i was like no no <laughs> like just everything yeah. they would say because yeah i mean like and and uh like I, I i was not surprised that that the the white people in this movie were made to be like crazy cartoon characters because <laughs> yeah because we are <laughs> yeah they totally
1: are I mean, I mean I'd imagine that that's kind of the way it was, you know, and it it still is like oh, yeah, you know, this is like a place where there's with
0: the, with those like ignorant comments and questions, especially yeah. from the kids, and then yeah. you know the yeah, you know I don't,
1: but it Ugh. you know, I like that this movie didn't really focus on. To, like that's not really what it was about. Was like how different they are than everybody oh, else. Like it could have been true. like that, and it could have been like that show fresh off the boat, you know. And it, it was not. And it was like a lot more just about this one specific family trying to to make it against all odds and, and grow. You know, the 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 father Jacob, played by Stephen Yoon, was you could see the the pressure that he was under to to succeed and just the the struggle that he was going through was like so visceral and so realistic it just felt like you were really feeling for him to like to to win at this to to make it happen for his family and to like grow these vegetables and everything you know and it's it's i f- i felt so attached to them like like you did
0: yeah i felt extremely attached i i wanted them to succeed i wanted them to i wanted them to to be happy and be together and be happy. And um and it just, I, at some points, it kind of felt like a, a a gravity situation where, like, just bad things kept happening. And, mm-hmm. and you know how I feel about that. Right. About like movies. pursuit of
1: happiness. Yes. I, I was yes, going like to bring happiness. that up. I was like, this, this is bad things
0: and what but happened? this was different. Yes, it was. This was different. It was. It, it was bad stuff mixed with good stuff, which I'm okay with.
1: <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that it wasn't as, down da- like, the feeling of it wasn't super downtrodden it wasn't like they're not going to get through this it was they're probably going to get through this it's just going to be difficult you know right right and they're going to have to overcome a lot of stuff like when the grandma has a stroke and how how sad that was because you had already just become so attached to her and then you're like oh no kooky grandma is is now now had a stroke so she's even more kooky and it's like this is not going yeah, like to well. Yeah, like David was
0: already getting along with his grandma, like finally calling her a grandma, I and know. like you know when he when he was saying like like you're not like you're not you're not a grandma, you don't act like a grandma. And she's like, how can I act more like a grandma? And I was like, she's a grandma, she's a like, no, grandma. I was sick. <laughs> it was like, leave grandma alone, David. He goes through like, such
1: a great arc, you know, and, and it's he does, he
0: really a, does. It's
1: beautiful that there's just this change in him, and 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 the older sister who you see her just being so strong for the family and just you know, it, it was a really excellent portrait of this immigrant family. And that's why, again, it was like such an American film to me. Like, it is about these kids too, who are like Korean American. They speak two languages. They are, Mm -hmm. you know, they feel like they're different than others, but they also feel not even connected to Korea at all. Like, they don't really, they don't know Korea. So it's like, the same it's a it's a weird like mixture of those two things and so many immigrants feel this way and i just loved that this film was like such a beautiful portrait of some some small family that just could could represent a lot of families you know
0: yeah like really taking a look at 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 a family that, that could, that could go through this kind of similar situation. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, but, okay, so let's just talk again about grandma, because she was hilarious. She was, like, watching her wrestling. She was, like, she brought stuff over from Korea that was, like, this really, like, you know, weird tea that David didn't want to drink. like, she, she... It felt so bad that she was, David she was, was teaching David how to play steak. cards.
0: Yeah, because because cards are very important, are very popular. Yeah, and she's like, oh, gotta gotta teach him. I'm got to teach him how to beat everyone. And I'm like, yes, Grandma.
1: And she's like, trying to get him to run. And she's like, you know, you can, you know, we can do it together. He's like, I'm not supposed to run. And he has that, yeah. poor yeah. And, and when in Grandma when Grandma
0: first brought up the the Manati seeds and mm-hmm. and going over to the creek to plant them, like mm-hmm. him and I both went. Oh, they said the thing. They said the thing. Yeah. And uh, and and Kimmy had to leave and go work on some stuff, but she came back and she was like, "So what did what did Manati end up meaning, or what is it?" And I and I was like, "Oh, it's like a it's like an herb or something that you like put in, that you put in like soup and kimchi and and stews and stuff." And she's like, oh, "Okay, cool." Yeah. And because uh, you know Kimmy's really into into farming and growing your own food and stuff like that. Well, um, she
1: must have liked this movie because that that was what the movie was about was farming.
0: <laughs> yeah. She, she didn't get to watch all of it with me, but but uh, but yeah, I, I gave her I gave her uh, the gist mm-hmm. when when she came back in.
1: The end of this moving movie was very crushing. Like, in the the grandma yeah. um, accidentally yeah. burning the how, the the whole uh, shed where all of the fruits are and um,
0: with all of the food that they'd harvested and they were about <sighs> to sell to the first grocery store. Oh. <laughs> I was like I seriously sat there for like five minutes and was like, Grandma, no, 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 Grandma, I know. I yelled, Grandma, I was like,
1: Grandma, no. no Like I just tried to say that. But like you can see her being like so upset that she can't do things anymore because she had a stroke, and so she's like not as firm as she used to be and
0: Yeah, she was very mobile. She was very yeah. she was very independent. And, yeah. and- Oh my gosh! And her and her and, and David drinking drinking Mountain Dew. What do they call it? Mountain oh, water. Oh yes,
1: she was like this. This is Mountain water. It's like good for you. And I was like, that is, that, not good for you. This so not she, of she wants more of it because it's like Mountain Dew. Like so cool, so cute. Uh, yeah so cute i was trying to figure out what time period this took place in and i settled on the 80s and i was right and i was like it just took me a while to figure it out based on what they were wearing and like what was oh, going yeah. on and i was like this can't be like the 60s that's too early and then i thought this can't be the 70s either that there's something about the fashion i think it's the 80s and i was right <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like you don't see a whole bunch of like walking around and seeing a bunch of like like um, decade cues about what it is. Because like yeah, they do watch some TV, but it's not like it's not probably TV what like a lot of a lot of families would be watching during the eighties. Um, except
1: for the wrestling, I th- I think, except for the wrestling. I think that's what gave
0: it away for me. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe maybe um, possibly.
1: Um. Yeah, I I really it, like this movie.
0: <laughs> I yeah, really liked it a lot, a lot. Super good. Um, do we have any lasting comments, or do we want to go to the plot keywords? What? What? There's only one plot keyword. Okay. What? What? Farm. What's the What's the fucking plot keyword? It's farm. Okay. <laughs> what the shit? I love that. That's really funny. Ugh. Um, Ugh
1: yeah so apparently the the cast like really kind of felt like a family because they they shot it like in the summertime um and they all like stayed in the same place together um and so it was just kind of like a nice a nice production apparently like the whole cast was just really happy that they got to be together and you know they they i mean the whole movie is basically spent just within the family and not really anybody else and so um you know, except for when David goes over to his friend's place, and uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, which was ridiculous. I mean, that was really funny. Um, oh my gosh, with the chewing tobacco, and yeah. then and then his dad coming in,
1: and he was like asking questions. I mean, he wasn't being mean,
0: you know. Like yeah, I, no, I, was. No. He's just he's just being a kid. He's just inquisitive.
1: Yeah, I was asked. It was, you know, you think about that. Yeah, like that little girl who came up to, um, and and she was like stop me when i say a word in your language and she just babbles on like random gobbledygook until she says oh that's a word
0: and you're like yeah the first the first words the the, the first, first thing words was were like probably chinese like
1: you know a,
0: like like racist. stereotypical yeah, yeah, yeah stereotypical like racist chinese like like fake language mm-hmm. um and then, it then, yeah, started she... off and you're like oh oh boy <laughs> I know. Seriously when she said that, I was like, no. <laughs>
1: but I mean, like, it's the nineteen eighties and this is probably like she this girl probably like never met an Asian girl before. And, you know, she probably just was like, This is not there's nothing wrong with this, right? Because kids are really weird and and you know, I could see this happening. It's not like their parents were saying, Don't do that because that's racist. Like they didn't really care or know, <laughs> you know? and uh you yeah, know
0: kids just kind of say what pops into their head and and they don't really know what's 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 good what's appropriate to say and what's inappropriate to say
1: right and um you know obviously that was it it was great to see that side of it with the, with the kids going to church and stuff um i also read that people were um kind of happy to see that the director brought up um the concept of like uh church koreans were like the the people in california were kind of like really clicky like there's a lot of like korean churches that oh. are really clicky and like really kind of like praising the old way of doing things rather than the new way of doing things um okay and okay. so that was like brought up a couple times in the movie because like yeah i remember church. them
0: talking about that like kind of yeah kind of saying that they don't they don't really go to church because they can be a little. They could be a little much. Yeah. Um, but they just yeah. go to,
1: like, the American church. And, uh, you know, because they don't really have another choice. So they, they go to the American church. And. Um, yeah. I guess what they were doing with those chicks was that they were, they would say that they were sexing the chicks. I think they were, like, separating the female chicks from yeah, the sorting male them. chicks. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sorting them between male and female. And then I think they would burn the male chicks.
1: Yeah. I think they killed them. I I don't, I don't know what they do with male chicks, but I think that's what they do because they're,
0: they're no use. Yeah, I mean, they can't, they can't create, they can't, uh, well, I mean, they probably keep a couple for,
1: for for procreation, but
0: I mean, they're really, yeah, breeding, they're really not the ones to. Yeah, they're really not the most important ones.
1: I never really thought about that because I, I was like, yeah, every chicken you ever meet is like a female chicken. Like, there's no roosters. Like, you don't really meet roosters. There's only like a couple, you know? It's like... Yeah, yeah. true. Um, yeah. That was interesting, but... Um, I but just, yeah, that was very interesting to watch. I'm just going to praise Steven Yoon because I also really enjoyed watching his performance and same thing with Yori Han. Like, I thought that their performances were... Absolutely incredible and just so so well done. I'm just watching Stephen Yeun, He's very handsome and I just I I just love his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's real cute.
0: He's really cute. Yeah. Uh
1: okay. So after you, you've you've gone through your one um plot keyword, I guess we'll just uh move over to the meta score here. Uh it got an eighty nine. He- which is another very good score obviously and yeah uh, I,
0: I would have i would have hoped for it to it got a little higher yeah but yeah
1: uh-huh let's see let's see one? who
0: brought it down i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna call him out okay you I'm call him go. out i'm gonna call him out well, here we go we got one what what the hell is this with one person all right all right all right damn it
1: are you going Richard on the meds? from the
0: New Yorker. I
1: wow, again?
0: <laughs> why, why is he hating on everything? I don't know. He's really uh, hard to please, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's see what fucking Richard has to say. Um, <laughs> Richard gave it a 40. That is mean. Oh. That's absolutely mean. Um... The narrow and merely illustrative drama is matched, unfortunately, by an impersonal cinematography that fails to suggest texture or intimacy. What the actual fuck, Richard? He just
1: didn't like the cinematography? What? Really?
0: I, d- I don't like your cinematography, Richard. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, I'm going to read the Hollywood Reporter one, which I read in the last one. Um it gave it an 80 the charming low-key humor and the actors are all winning without being coy or cutesy minari is minari is a modest pick but very human and accessible and quite distinctly so in comparison to the vast majority of high concept and or violent movies rolling out today all right love that let's see playlist says it's barely a manufactured minute in the film i agree very well done. Similar to No Man Land in that way.
0: Um, I'm going to read the Indie Wire because I think we end up reading from them a lot. Um, they gave it a 100. Uh, Gentle as the stream that flows through the Yee's property and yet powerful enough to reverberate for generations to come. Chung's loving and Im- an immensely lovable immigrant drama interrogates the American dream with the hard-edged hope of a family that needs to believe in something before they lose all faith in each other.
1: So this movie got the it won for best foreign film or best film in a foreign language. Um, I think that's kind of how they're doing it these these days. Um, in the in the awards the Golden Globes it won best motion picture foreign language which I believe in the Oscars they're gonna they do the same thing um now um this movie had mostly Korean speaking I mean it's like it's, it's a lot like it's most of the movie it's like 85% yeah. of the movie um so I get that but like it's so weird seeing like a foreign film that's not foreign like it's like this movie is an American movie is made by an american well, person and it's yeah, like you know, i don't
0: i don't get that yeah. That doesn't make sense and people are because, like just upset about it happens that happens to be yeah that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like the director is is an american like this should be an american
1: movie i know
0: and like, it, it's not foreign it, <laughs> like, and it's
1: but it's not that's not the thing anymore i think like it's foreign language now like that's the that's okay been just, like just, that. it's in another language yeah and i think it's like you know a certain percentage of the movie needs to be in a foreign language and i guess it counts as a foreign language film which like you know inglorious bastards is like mostly in german like or french are you gonna say that that's a
0: foreign language film like no yeah i mean where are we gonna <laughs> draw the line i mean i'm all for i'm all for giving movies like that are in another language like they're they you know their recognition during awards season but like i don't know there needs to be a line like it needs to make sense and this i don't know
1: i don't know like people are saying like obviously this movie wouldn't have won the best picture so they put it in a category that it will win which is foreign language it's like I mean okay but that doesn't (laughs) seem right either
0: why why couldn't this win best picture
1: well because there should be you know (laughs) they just want to have the best chance of winning that's why they stick like you know the weird supporting actors in roles that they're not supporting they're the main you know it's like they do that all the time so that they could win they have more chances of winning right yeah okay I mean, it's not right, but okay. That's, like, how they play the game. That's how they, they win, you know? And then who knows how many people have actually seen the movie? I mean, we're talking, like, you know, a lot of people don't see as many of the movies for the awards as we do. And, and
0: you know, well, like... Well, yeah, and that goes back to the to the article that released, I think it was last year or possibly the year before. Um, I think it was the year before. Mm. Um was that, like, an actual judge of the Oscars, like, voted, and because they hadn't seen a movie, they they didn't vote for it. And it's yeah. just, like, you shouldn't have voted if you hadn't seen all the movies. Like, you should not be allowed to vote if you have not seen all the movies. I mean, like, like you get all the
1: screeners, just, like, take a weekend and just watch all of them. Like, ha- you know, how long does it really take? If you really need to, just do it all. <laughs> you know, like, we get through yeah. them, and, like... These or they people voted get they voted them.
0: purely they <laughs> voted purely for like ridiculous means like oh this person hasn't gotten an or an academy yeah. award yet let's just give them one it's like wow really <laughs> I
1: know I know it's
0: still salty Well we'll talk about still it more salty. in
1: our Oscar podcast which will come at some point um after yes. we have we have so many more movies to watch um Coming up, glad we got these two out of the way. Glad we got several more out of the way for the past few weeks. Um, We've
0: been doing really well. I, I'm surprised at how fast we're, go- we're going through this list. Probably because we're, we're doing, we're doubling, <laughs> we're double timing
1: them. It really, it's makes... probably
0: the best we can do this year. I mean, this year's tough. It <laughs> it's is the best we can do.
1: It is. Um, yeah. So I think that's it.
0: Yes, that is uh, that is it for Nomadland and Minari. If you enjoyed either of these films, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. You can leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. to search All By The Popcorn and like our page. Or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review our show. You can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are now on Spotify as well. And uh, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By the Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By the Popcorn Podcast. And we do have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By the Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that.
1: Thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.